Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan. I'm a spirit man wrapped in a body just like you. I'm made in the image of God. He is my father and he is your father. It is his pleasure. He gets great pleasure in giving you the kingdom of God. Oh my God. Nobody wants religion. Nobody wants to be in religion. The kingdom of God is abundant life, life to the full, running over. And this morning today, in this episode of the Kingdom Dynamics podcast, as usual, I'm speaking to you as a an ambassador of the kingdom of God. Paul said that we are ambassadors of the kingdom of God reconciling people to God I'm reconciling you to God you're reconciling other people to God that is our our primary purpose on on earth is to expand the kingdom even Jesus Christ the king himself said to seek first to seek first the kingdom of God a huge seeking first the kingdom of God is your church seeking first the kingdom of God you can see your priorities. Are you really seeking first the kingdom of God? How do you know? It's by what you're doing. If you value exercise, you are going to exercise. If I say that I value exercise, but I never leave the house, then I'm a liar. I don't really value exercise. A value is evidence by your actions and Jesus said if you love me you will obey me this is kingdom I imagine myself walking into the throne room of God and seeing Jesus Christ there in his majesty in his glory and I'm scared of him I'm scared of him in a really good way I don't know if he's going to kiss me or kill me. That, I believe, is a really healthy place to be. He's God. But if I'm a friend of God, if I have boldness to approach the throne of grace with confidence, if I'm seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then I know that my prayers are going to be answered. Jesus said to ask and I'll receive. Knock and the door will be opened. And so for me, seeking first his kingdom and seeking first his righteousness go hand in hand with a kingdom perspective because if I have a relationship with the king, it's going to empower me, it's going to help me to operate in the kingdom. It is not going to be okay if I don't have a relationship with the king. But if I have a relationship with the king, 
a friendship more than just a position because he said many will call to me that on that day Lord Lord and he'll say I never knew you but these people had position these people had authority these people had power these people had a name they were Christians because they were operating in the name and the authority in the power of Jesus Christ they called him Lord Lord but he said, I never knew you. So there's a difference between relationship, which is to know him. Jesus said in John, this is eternal life to know the son, to know the son. Song of Solomon's chapter eight. He's a consuming fire. He's wanting to burn you up. He loves you with that jealous love, which is a fire. And so what I'm saying today is as an ambassador of the kingdom of God, I don't know. You tell me if I'm a teacher or a prophet or an evangelist or if I just have a mercy gift. But I'm telling you the truth. Be reconciled to God. And today we've got just a short message. Matthew chapter 5. Jesus is teaching us about his kingdom. He's teaching us always only about the kingdom of God. He taught the disciples in the book of Acts for 40 days about the kingdom of God. John the Baptist preached the kingdom of God. Jesus preached the kingdom of God. Every parable was about the kingdom of God. Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. John the Baptist said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus said, the Father's good pleasure is to give you the kingdom. Jesus said to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus said to seek first the kingdom of God. When Jesus told the disciples to go, he gave them power and authority and said to go into the neighboring towns and villages and to lay hands on the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons and to tell them that the kingdom of God has come. So Jesus Christ is the king of the kingdom of God and he has explained to us in Matthew chapter 5 what it looks like to live in the kingdom of God. He says in verse 4 what happiness comes to you when you feel your spiritual poverty for yours is the kingdom of heaven. And this is uh, the, the Passion Translation, Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 3, actually. So, we need God. Today, I got a little bit overwhelmed because I'm very aware of my financial responsibilities, my physical responsibilities, my parental responsibilities, my work responsibilities, and on top of that, God is putting his finger on things that need to change. Things in my understanding, things in my personality, things in my belief. I need to repent. And it's not about things like, you know, you know, obvious things like swearing or speeding or, <laughs> I don't know, um, laziness, gluttony, these sorts of things. Although, although I do from time to time repent for those sorts of things. Uh, but, <laughs> forgive me, Lord. But he's putting his finger on deep stuff, deep, deep belief system stuff, personality stuff, 
And I'm like, what the heck? I've got to hand over rooms inside of my house, you know. This is what, for me as a new Christian, you know, quitting smoking, easy, you know. You know, like, it's like, you know, it's painful at the time, but those, it's like those are superficial things. That's some gardening, you know. I've got, I've got some weeds in my garden God wants to remove. Yeah, baby, remove them. Thank you, thank you. I don't want to smoke. I don't want to be addicted to anything. Thank you, Jesus. But now, he is wanting to occupy my house. Jesus said that the Father and and the Son and the Holy Spirit will move in and occupy. He said, my Father will abide with you. The Holy Spirit will abide with you forever. And so he is pointing out my house. He's wanting me to move out. My agenda, etc., etc., and, and it's painful. And I, I want to hand it over, but it's like, how do I do that? How do I let go of control? How do I let go? How do I trust completely? And don't be overwhelmed, because this is the romance of Song of Solomon's. This is the romance of relationship. This is yielding. This is dying to your flesh. This is it. This is the kingdom life. Losing your life so you find it. God's giving me and he's giving you opportunity to lose your life so that you can find it. That's where the mature, we know when we're mature by testing, by through relationship. It's the, it's the perseverance. It's the testing of our faith that develops perseverance, which is more precious than gold, our faith. So these are good things, but but when you get tested, when you get tempted, when these things happen, you need to go back to the Word of God. You need to go back to, to first principles. First principles like you're dead, like you died. You don't live, but Christ lives within you. It is no longer your life. You have no right to complain because you gave your life to Jesus Christ. First principles like covenant. Covenant. God is the God of covenant. He owns you. He owns you. He's holy. He's holy. He No, he doesn't. There's no way he wants you to, you know, cheat on your taxes or sleep with that woman or whatever. It is just not God. And you come back to first principles, the Bible. Reading the Bible, praying in tongues, attending church, being submitted to godly leadership, not being, you know, isolated. But I think for me, the greatest first principle is the kingdom of God. Understanding the kingdom of God, that Jesus Christ is a king. He's not a religious ruler. He's not trying to please man. He is God and he's a king and he wants territory. A kingdom is not a democracy. I said, again, a kingdom is not a democracy. You are not able to, you know, vote. You can't get all of the Christians on earth and change God's word. He said his word will never pass away. So he's not going to change his mind about homosexuality. He's not going to change his mind about murder. He's not going to change his mind about, about, about hell. As much as we wish there was no hell, as much as we wish 
sometimes that we could, you know, break the rules. That God is righteous. God is just. His throne is built on righteousness and justice. He is faithful. He will never change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And He loves you. He loves you, and even if you're unfaithful, He will be faithful because He cannot deny Himself. So we need to know God. We need to know the character of God. We need to know the person of the Holy Spirit. We need to submit to Him. But for me today, and and for those of you who are listening, Matthew chapter 5 says that you need to be poor in spirit. So you need to depend on God. As I was saying, I was overwhelmed, but I just said, God, I can't do this. I don't know how to let go. I don't know how to surrender. I don't know how to submit. I don't know how to repent, but I want to. Help me let go, God, if you have to pry open my hands. If you need to, you know, whatever you need to do, do it. For me, I want to surrender. I want to yield to you. I want to obey you. I want to hand over my life. Teach me how to obey you. That's poor in spirit. I can't do it on my own. I need Christians. I need help. I need rebuke. I need burned. I need slapped. I need pruned. I need corrected. I need it. Help me. Help me. Number two, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness again what are you seeking what do you really value if it's the kingdom then it's the kingdom but if you're spending all of your time worrying about work and money then that's what you value repent the kingdom of heaven is like a seed that is choked by the worries of the world but it grows a hundredfold on the good soil. So your soil is your heart and you and I need to weed out the worries of the world. Blessed are you when you are persecuted. Blessed are you when you are gentle. Blessed are you when you crave for righteousness because you will be filled. Blessed are you when you mourn. The, the Lord is going to teach you about all of these things. Today, your homework is to read... Song of Solomon, chapter 8, in the Passion Translation. Song of Solomon, chapter 8, in the Passion Translation. And there's a really good song that I'd love you to listen to. I hope you can hear it. Uh, but if not, you can, you can look it up. I believe this is going to really help you today. Mountain to Valley by Jason Upton. You can listen to it on YouTube. From a Table Full of Strangers, Volume 2. Mountain to Valley on YouTube by Jason Upton. Hey guys, I'm just going to have to pray. Well, 
You know, I just need to pray for you. Father, I break, I break every hold of the enemy over this person's life. If they are a Christian, if they have yielded to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I break the power of Satan. I break the power of, of addiction. I break the power of these things of sickness in Jesus' name. I invoke, I invoke the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. I plead the blood over everyone listening to this podcast, over everyone who is talking about this podcast. I invoke the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. I break the yoke. Expose all of the plans of the enemy right now, Father God. Expose the plans. God's telling you that your soul is connected to the demonic, whatever's going on in the demonic realm. So if you don't give the devil a foothold, if you don't give him an area of your soul, you know, whether it's worry or or anxiety or stress or fear or some sort of physical activity, overeating, swearing, cursing, don't give the devil. If he doesn't have access to your soul, then the devil has no access. So God is going to expose to you with light, with fire, with fire. He's going to show you your area of your soul that is open to the demonic it's a correction it's it's a it's a discipline and it's a rebuke and he loves those he rebukes he loves you if he rebukes you so so he's going to show you the doors that you've opened in your soul so that when they're closed the devil will literally not be able to touch you it's not about you know never sinning again although you don't sin because you're a slave of righteousness but if you do sin you can confess your sins but it's not about getting prideful and arrogant about not being touched by the devil but you don't want to give him an opening you don't want to give him a door so I rebuke you Satan I rebuke you in the name of the Lord from these people and there are witches who are listening right now I blind you your, the spirits in your life I blind them in Jesus name and I deafen them in Jesus name and I mute them in Jesus name and the Lord is clapping because he's so happy and I just give you an invitation to say yes to Jesus Christ you have to completely renounce the devil and say out loud I don't want to follow the devil I follow Jesus Christ and then ask the Holy Spirit and He will possess you. Yes, Holy Spirit, come into my life. I want you to possess me. Holy Spirit, I want you to fill me. The Spirit of Jesus Christ. Thank you guys so much for listening. I've been Jonathan. You've been listening. Make sure you listen to and read the Passion Translation version of Matthew chapter 5. And... Song of Solomon's chapter 8. Thank you so much for listening. Give us a review on uh, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Thank you.